Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Matteo Lane and Emma Wilman here for Inside the Closet. This week we talk about porn. We do catch up, but we talk a lot about porn and it gets weird and it gets funny. Then we also look at someone's dating profile, a very handsome man from Chicago, and we review that. And then we discuss future dates, where we're going to be, uh, Emma's drinking bone broth. It's We go all over the place in this episode, but make sure to subscribe on iTunes and to rate us and we uh, join our Patreon page. Okay, guys, enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Um, I mean, we're just, are we ever going to see each are. other again? Or with this, we're never going to see each other. Well, I live in Las Vegas now. I've, I've decided to start selling used cars out here. Um, this is my life now. That's kind, I live that's in the, a hotel room. But that's the vibe you get from Las Vegas. You, you go to Las Vegas yeah. and like everyone is a car salesman. Here's what I, something I realized about Vegas. So one thing, it's nice to be out here. I'm grateful. Here's the thing though. The audiences are older conservative. It's like being on a cruise ship. So I, I it's it's I like it. I lo- I love getting to meet anybody that comes to a show that listens to listens to the podcast. Like love, love, love. But in Vegas, it's tougher because it's not like my own show or Mateo and I doing a show. It's like a whole showcase. So then when I'm doing the show, it's me and a bunch of people. So then it's just different. It's different than if you come to one of my. Or our own shows. Well, um, yeah, we're doing. It's essentially just the Comedy Cellar in Vegas. It's a showcase. Right. There's there's eight comics or six comics, and we're one of the comics. One of the comics, and the audiences tend to be a little more conservative and older. So recently, here with the shows, like I had really fun, great shows in Chicago, but then the shows here, it's more like I'm just like trying to stay afloat. Like the last show, I did material I haven't done in so long because I was like, I just need to do the most PG, just kind of get through it. You know, because we're gay comics or, <laughs> you know, whatever we want to call ourselves, queer comics, I guess would be the better term. Um, yeah, whatever. If, <laughs> um, sometimes I think we deal with something a lot of people don't deal with. So it's like balancing our material from what's queer and what's not. And sometimes there's like, it blends. So sometimes when I'm in front of crowds like that, I'm like, well, I guess this week I'm just going to work on my material. That's like for everybody. You know what I mean? So like I do material about like TV shows or what I think of Rachel Ray or like, you know, stuff like that. Yep. And a lot of times if you're in like a, it can, and like a lot of times like straight people are like totally down for any kind of queer relationship material stuff too because it's like the human element of it but if they're just kind of like looking at you funny mm-hmm. then and I, I was talking there's another comedian here who's straight but he's a man of color um, comic named Shang Wang Once we I went out to I dinner do you have your microphone yeah. no I have oh. my microphone I- well why Mateo plugs in your his headphones and I have your guys attention I got this thing called bone broth this is not a sponsor at all but I'm trying to try things that you guys suggested to help my skin so I opened up this bone broth, and I didn't heat it up, but I want to try it because it's supposed to be really good for your digestion. You're actually, it's actually bone broth, like bones. Ah. It's wow. bones? You're eating crushed up bones. Uh, it's the broth of them. It's grass-fed, grass-fed paleo-friendly, seven grams of protein. It's supposed to be, re- oh, you're definitely supposed to heat it up. Woo! It's supposed to be really good for your digestion. I'm desperate. Why aren't you heating it up, Emma? God damn. Emma, heat it up. <laughs> because I'm the man one. The man what? No... The men heat up their broth, their bone broths. Bone it's, broth. What are you, a I, Disney villain? Like you're drinking blood and bro- <laughs> bone broth? What's wrong with you? Or you a, next you're going to drink the blood of a virgin because it's going to keep you looking younger. Like you're going to be one of the witches in Hocus Pocus. Come, little children, I'll take thee away. Oh, they probably really could sell uh, blood. Yeah, because well, they do a blood facial of your own blood. Oh, but if, if they, did they it, did, if they sold virgin blood, oh, you know God. how many Kardashians would be lined right. up to have it? Right. I would uh, not do that. That's something I would draw the line. As desperate as I am about my skin, which has calmed down a lot since we last Wait, talked. Wait, let me see. Your skin looks good. 
It looks good. It's calmed. It looks better. It's calmed down. I went and got a vitamin drip. I think that helped. Um, I felt like embarrassed going on set at Crazy X because to, to do my makeup was like a feat, but she did it and made me look much better. But she noticed she's like, it's less like cystic and more is like a rash all over my face. So I think it's definitely an aller- allergic reaction. Why don't you go get the allergy test that they'll do an allergy test that does like. All I have to. You put it on I your back. I did it ba- years I did ago. It I put it on my did back. You? Yeah, and they have like fifty different things that you could be allergic to. And you what did know, they put on your back? All different types of chemicals, food, you name it. Really? Okay, because I did it years ago for a blood test, and they said I wasn't allergic to anything. But clearly, my body has changed. Your body does change because sometimes, like, I'm not as allergic as I used to be in the spring and the fall. Like the spring and the fall, I used to be. Horrible. I couldn't open my eyes. It was water. It was this and that. And now it's fine. Hmm. So, I mean, your body... Do you think it's because you're healthy? You're so healthy now? I don't know if I'm healthy as much as I am as I just work out a lot and eat limited healthy. foods. Healthy. No, healthy. healthy. I should be eating more... I should be I'm not talking about emotionally. You're a healthy, physically person. You're healthy. Well, emotionally, I'm just falling apart at the seams, but... Physically, where it counts. Physi- you're, like, really healthy. Yeah, uh, I think I'm having too much coffee as of late because there's times when I'm running home. Like today, just to get here, I was running home. I was going to explode on the street. Right. And it's because I'm drinking too much coffee. I had so much How coffee much this talking? morning. And then I just at the cellar had a triple shot Americano drinking Jesus it like it's nothing. And I'm like, okay, I, this is too much coffee. What's the most amount of coffee you've had in a day? Today. <laughs> what are you drinking right now? Water out of my Maleficent oh, cup. Good. I mean, I got to like, I had a banana. I'm like, maybe that'll help. I went to the vitamin drip place that I went to. They like hooked me up and I actually feel better. We should go do a vitamin drip. I did a vitamin drip once. I felt like it did absolutely nothing. I, I always did too, except then I went and got this like souped up vitamin drip and I was now I'm yeah, like. Yeah, it's like but, yellow. Like they have, fill it with, with um. Yep. Shit, like B12 get, and all that other crap and yep, C5. Get me ready. Five and or, I, I tried to go get um, uh, the cortisone shots for like my whole face, but they just did they just did my chin right before I went into Crazy X. And every time I go in the goddamn place to get them done, I'm totally broken out. And then doing the intake is so humiliating because they're like, well, what are you in here for? What brings you in today? And I'm like, you, what do you think? What do you think? Like, I, I want to learn Spanish. That's why I'm in here. Mm-hmm. No, look. Obviously, my fucking head. But it's gotten better. So many of you guys have written me and given me tips and tricks. One of them... So if you're someone that... I'm writing down everything that people suggest. Well, copy-pasting. And then I'm, write, I'm trying them, and I'm making little notes of when I do it. So I'll share with you guys what really works. Um, one thing a lot of you guys have suggested uh, is this. Taking turmeric pills... Wait a minute. I think I was told to take turmeric pills because I have prostatitis. And maybe it wasn't. What? Yeah, that's the inflammation of your prostate. And it just happens every once in a while. So that's why I have to pee so much. That's why I was peeing at Colin Quinn's I thought that your prostate was in your butt. It's around there. I thought it like literally was your butt. It's like behind your bladder above your like colon, I think. Like ins- it's inside you. Oh. We gotta take a geography. I almost said a geography. We gotta take. I was a- gonna say we have to take more than a, a geography test if you don't know what the body. <laughs> I a randomly body test. know a lot of. I know geography a little bit now from traveling. If you know? no one has listened to our first episode, I think it was where Emma and I discussed. So more so, Emma thinking that your pee is stored in your balls. Yeah. So if you're listening and you think that pee is stored in balls. Supposedly, it's not. So you thought all this time that the balls were growing when you had to pee. Yeah. Also, I didn't understand that if a guy gets an erection and doesn't come, I thought that the cum, like I, I didn't know what ha- like where all the cum it, it conjured up went. Well, you could just get an erection and not come. That's ninety-nine percent of the time. That's what I was confusing. <laughs> but I thought, but you get an erection and not come, but the cum got all like, it's like if I have you over and then I make a bunch of dinner and then you don't eat any of it, then where does the dinner go? I either have well, to throw it so out you, or. You might be talking about when you get blue balled and blue balled is when you're sexually inter- you're interacting with someone or maybe yourself and you don't come. 
but you're getting close and then it like stops itself, your balls like swell, like they hurt really bad. I've seen that in porn. I've seen that a ton in porn. I don't know if it, seen, I don't know if you can see it though. Yes, yes. There's it's some kind of like femdom thing where I click around a lot. I, was I like, watch what a lot are of you porn. Clicking on. I, I it starts out one place and it goes to another. But there was one. This was fucking gross. I, not not. I'm not trying to shame anybody's interest, but it, I found it. it was like something where it was like. I mean, I watch like the the stuff where it's like the guy the people don't get to come. I like that where they're getting teased and teased and teased, but. There was one where it was like the women or the gay guys weren't letting the guy come, or and they put the penis in the little plastic things. Oh, they there's like um, like a mini cage or something for like your yeah. dick and like you can't get hard. Someone years ago I was talking to on Grinder, um, I think he was from Korea. He was so beautiful, and um, we kept using Google Translate to talk to each other. And uh, so Cute. my Korean probably sounded insane, and his English was like it was all over the place. But that was something he was into. I'll never forget. It was the first time I saw it. I never hooked up with him, but I was like, he also lived, I think, in another state. But I was like, oh, he was like, yeah, yeah, I love, like, um, uh, I don't even know what, I mean. I, I don't I, know what it's called either. The penis holder. Penis holder. <laughs> the penis chastity I don't chastity think that's the belt. official name. Right. That, <laughs> I, did, so he wanted you to put it on him? Yeah, well, he already had it. He's like, so we can have sex this way. And then I was like, but aren't you like, I didn't get it. I was like, but aren't you going to want to come? He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I'm like, oh, I guess. Oh, see, that's that interesting. That makes it easier I for they, me. Right. I, th- I thought that then, that's, I thought that then they took it off and then would come. It's just to prolong the coming. I don't know, but it looks like it hurts because if you're going to get hard, your dick can't go right. anywhere. Yeah, it's like, eh, eh, not today, motherfucker. Like, that it's just like it clamped. hurts. I, I've, I've watched a lot of porn with that. But then the one that was disturbing was this one where these women were taking, like, needles and poking the guy's balls. I don't know what that was. Like, needles it, as in, like, a sewing needle? No, like, a, a, uh, like the pricky pointy one. Yeah, a, not, a, not a knitting needle. Yeah, sewing needle. Pricky pointy. And it'd be Wasn't like, he pop, bleeding? Pop. He was like, oh, it was an electric. And it had a little electric shock. A big, and he'd be like, ow, ow. And they'd, they were like like dominating him uh, not my favorite porn but i watched it and i probably touched myself to it i'm weird wait what is it about that that gets you going i'll tell you i know i know e- mateo great question i know exactly it's the balls no i'm joking yeah i it's was like the- <laughs> emma's got a sudden interest in balls and cook for her what it is is i like it when people are into something so that's why I gravitate more to like those like dominant submission porns because like the people are communicating and they're into it. The thing I think is the hottest is desire, you know. So I'd rather watch someone getting teased and then they get like fucked really hard or they're begging or some kind of explicit desire. I like more than two attractive people just fucking. Like there's this porn I used to watch where it was this housewife in, Go in on. Arkansas. This housewife in Arkansas. I love your – I'm glad that we that some of you guys can see Mateo's face right now. If you're just listening, no, it's I'm worth fi- it to – got to buy Patreon just to watch Mateo's facial expressions. Look, one of my best friends growing up ended up becoming a furry. And it's like – so I've, I've heard and seen – like, I, I mean, I have no affiliation with animals. I don't like animals. But, I mean – Well, furries aren't animals. They're – furry no but they're people who liken themselves or at least like align themselves with the personality of an animal i think oh i didn't realize that yeah that's why they dress up in costumes so they all have like their own uh, personality or own animal interesting that's so interesting i so feel this- like i'm really boring mm-hmm. in terms of like the porn that i watch no mateo I w- it's probably because you had no. I-, I wonder if there's a correlation between people who had, like, like your your if people who's come from like divorced homes like with like lots of problems are into weirder porn than people from more nuclear families. Well, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't. I, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. What do you think it is that makes some people like some porn and other people like other porn? It's weird. Well, I think also, like, I mean, there's times where, I don't know, I just feel so boring all of a sudden. I mean, I'm not watching, like, you know, 
Sean no, Cody don't. porn, which to me is like the most boring porn in the world. I have a joke now where I'm saying on stage where it's like, there's always um, gay for pay porn where they yeah, pay straight those. guys and make up, you know, I'm sure all of our listeners know what I'm talking about. But it's so funny because mm-hmm. it's always ruined because they're always supposed to be like these straight dudes. And then one of them talks. They're like, I've never done anything like this before. <laughs> like, are you sure? Because like, really? seconds later, a whole couch fits up his ass. Right. So you're like, your voice would tell another story. And your asshole. I mean, no one could right. just like take that huge dick and just right. go to town like it's nothing. Get railed. I love when you watch they, porn, you can just see the boredom like in the eyes of the, the bottom. Just like getting fucked. Yeah, that feels great. Yeah. Right. Fun. I mean, just. See, you got to watch porn where they're they're into it. That's, that's why the I usually like part. watching porn that's like, you know, the, like homemade porn, like actual couples or actual people. Exactly. And because the studio porns, it's always like, why is his butt backlit? Exactly. I was thinking that because I was in set at Crazy X and there was a scene where I was like lying in bed and I was like, man, porn actors need to get a lot more fucking uh, props because when you're trying to just be in bed naturally and there's like lights and cameras, it's like hard to just seem natural. Let alone having to, like, fuck around, you know? Plus you want to watch porn where it's like they understand each other's bodies. I mean, there's so much porn that's, Mm. like, porn they're getting paid to do. And you're like, oh, you two are just getting a paycheck and making the noises you want to make. it. And then I do this position. Then we do that position. Nothing feels natural about it. Totally. This The one where the woman in Arkansas... It actually makes me feel like I want to throw up even sharing it. But it's this, like, woman, big girl, big girl. Like fat? Yeah. Quite. Getting plowed. And she keeps talking about how she likes the guy to use her pussy because that's that's what it's for. And each time he's just, like, slamming her each time. She's like, thank you. With his dick? With his dick, yeah, not his hand like this. Okay, I thought he was be, like you yeah. doing a punching motion. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, th- so this, this woman just lays there in her sex. bed, and her her boyfriend punches her <laughs> yeah. penis. I'm the worst lover ever. I just go. Well, actually, it's not her boyfriend. It's this guy that's come over to to fuck her, and then I think the husband is videotaping it, and then he's like, yeah, she likes to get fucked, and then it's just she's getting fucked. It's and it's also the problem too is when it's ever it's interracial it feels like there's like racist undertones which I don't like because it's Why? it's always like I watch always a like lot big of black guy comes I watch a lot of interracial porn too I just wish that I don't know there's something about it I haven't quite pinpointed but I is love, that your is yeah, that your white guilt settling in you can't could you, be I might yeah I know that they're doing something well because you know what it is it's always like like big black aggressor or something but not in this amateur one it just the guy just happens it just happens to be black lives well my favorite is like if you look at the titles of the porns i'm turning my heat on because it's so cold if you look at the title of porns like they're the most racist things on the face of the planet i mean it's exactly it's just like we can't talk like is the porn industry gonna go through like a revolution a me too movement I mean, it's like the half the names. I'm like, I couldn't say this out loud. I certainly didn't right. type it because you just go, you know, you go to a website that has it all laid out for you. Right. And it's like if you like this, then you'll also like and you're like, I will click on that, but I'm not going to tell anybody about yeah, it. I'm gonna click on it and then I'm not going to. But why are we like ashamed of saying like our, our favorite types of uh, porn? You know what I mean? Like I'm grabbing my sorry. I'm such a mess over here. I'm falling apart. I don't, I don't know, but I get, yeah, I get it because I, oh, you know, this, I wanted to tell you guys this. I don't know if I ever told a story, but did I tell you about when I went on Craigslist to find someone to practice dirty talking? Yes, you did. Okay. That was when I realized like that I was very sexually open-minded, you know, cause it was like, that was weird. I think I'm sexually open-minded for sure, but I'm definitely like, I'm not as sexually, like, I have friends who I'm so jealous of. I have a close friend who just will fuck. He'll just fuck and fuck different men all the time and, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, whatever. And he he's doesn't like, get know. sad? Well, I think he gets sad, yeah. But, like, I'm sad without fucking men all the time. So, right. you know, and it's like, oh, I wish I could have that, like, bravado and this and that. But I don't know. I just feel it's sex. I, it's probably growing up Catholic where, like, there's such a weird relationship with sex. I have a weird... Yeah, what did they tell you about sex when you were little? Nothing. That's why it's a weird relationship. <laughs> Your they parents pretend didn't that have it a... doesn't exist. 
That's actually, what What did they, like, how did your parents, what was the birds and the bees talk? My parents never gave me a birds and bees talk. Really? No, because we started sex ed in the fifth grade. They never told you, they never got you, like, a book on, like, learn, know your body or anything? Our bodies, wow. ourselves. My mom got us so, I lived with my dad, but when I would go to my mom's, she would be like, I got you another book. And I'd be like, and she'd be like, this is how people touch each other when they love each other. And sometimes also if they don't love each other. But it how old like were a, you? Were you asking questions young. about it? We were in, I was in like, probably like third or fourth grade. Third or fourth grade? I think so. No, we were not talking about sex in third or fourth grade. Yeah, my mom was like, this is how babies are made. And my fucking mom has been in Guatemala for what seems like two months. Like, she's she's just out. She, she's in Guatemala because she does her, like, weaving exchange there. I don't know when. There was what? a hurricane in Guatemala. I don't know when she's coming home. She's, like, refusing to call everybody except for on a Monday because Monday it doesn't. it's free and every other day it's $10. And I was like, Mom, I can Venmo you the $10. She doesn't. She can absolutely afford the $10. Like, she's out there on like she's out there like volunteering like it's it's just ve- maybe she doesn't want to talk to us is what more like what it is she's like oh i can't it's that ten dollars okay what is she saying to you when she what is she like where is she staying does she even speak she spanish? stays in a hut she's kind of she takes spanish classes and because she's out there so much she like has little friends and she sponsors two children out there she bought them a stove she's there it's like a it's like a hut that she slept on the dirt floor before She's in her 70s. I know. It's crazy. It's nuts. Like, she went to one of the um, girls she sponsors, like, parent-teacher conference, and she was, like, giving her some money so the girl could have an internship. But then it was, like, it's just, I don't know how she, she's got another life out there. Like, when you call her, what does she say? Can't get a text. Can't talk in Guatemala. She's an unusual woman. Susan Cheever, Han Weaver, is international. Is she? She's, see, but I wish my mom would travel. My mom, you know, she's just been working for so many years that she never really got a chance to travel. But she's retired, so I'm trying to push her. I'm like, Ma, go to Italy. Go to Europe. You would enjoy it. So hopefully I, in the next year I can take my mom to Italy or somewhere. But my mother do, would not be caught dead on a dirt floor in Guatemala. I can't even imagine if my mother called me and said, I'm in Guatemala on a dirt floor. Or like that, I'm like, what are you eating out there? Like, is that even safe for little muffins such as yourself? Like, couldn't she get kidnapped or something? I don't think, you're, you know? I don't think people are looking to kidnap 70-year-old women. Uh, my mom's pretty cute. I mean, I'm not saying she's not attractive, but I think, like, they go for 12-year-olds. <laughs> it's like she's True. far expired to be getting kidnapped. Well, when she also, one time she was in Italy, actually, and someone broke her jaw. By what? And she, she she had a fa- she's had a fanny pack on because she's fucking awesome, and someone went by in a Vespa and tried to grab the fanny pack, and then it flipped my little mom up because they didn't know it was a fanny pack, so they didn't think she was attached to it. So it it whipped her up, and then when they realized she was attached to it, they let it go, but flipped her up, boom, hit the curb, broke her jaw. She had to have her jaw wired shut for like a while. Isn't that crazy? When did that happen? This was years ago, and we were. It was whenever gay marriage was on the ballot in Boston because I was always, like, volunteering for the gay marriage side, obviously. And they had a big hearing at the state house, and I went, and she actually came with me. And he, she had her jaw wired shut, and I remember her doing the chant. It was, let the people marry. And she'd be like, let the people marry. Let the people marry. Let the people marry. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I got in a fight at that rally. We went in to count the votes, and they were people kept yelling, "Let the people vote!" While the pro probably the pro gay people were talking, and the cops weren't telling them to be quiet, and they were just yelling and yelling and yelling. So I stood up and went, "You know, make them shut up!" And then the cops came over and talked to me, and I was like, "You're going to talk to me when they're the ones that are disrupting everything." And my mom was like, "Okay, I'm going to go." That doesn't help anybody. I'm going to go. Let the people get married. <laughs> Oy vey. We have a dating profile to get to. Emma, what is your life? I don't know. I'd write a sitcom. I just don't have writing skills. <laughs> Mateo's writing a show. Are you allowed to talk about it? 
Never mind. We'll no, cut it. never mind. I can't talk about it. He could potentially. There someday. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but we got a dating profile. Are you ready to tackle it? Let's take a break. Let's take. We'll do a break. And then, and thank you guys so much for whoever subscribed to the Himalaya app. We've already got about 50 subscribers on there. Download Himalaya, find Inside the Closet, follow us. I'm so honored. If you, it says if you like our podcast, you'll also like um, Guys We Fucked and Girls Gotta Eat. So we're in good company, right? Yeah, we are in good company. I love Guys We Fucked. I know. They're so great. And Girls Gotta Eat, I'm saying the right name now. So. I'm doing the podcast again when I go to Vancouver, which everyone, please come to Vancouver because I am, please come see my show in Vancouver, my Barbara Streisand show. They have me, I have to sell 300 tickets and I don't know how I'm going to do it. What do you mean you have to sell? Well, it's three, you know, it's 300 tickets. They're not, they're not like you have to sell, right? No, but I would like to sell more than like, you know. Totally. Five. Totally. Well, let's do a ticket giveaway for Inside the Closet listeners. Okay, yeah. So what's our ticket giveaway? How does it go? If you want a ticket, email the email address and we'll randomly pick the first four. We'll take the first ten. Yeah, first ten, get some tickets. Yeah, yeah, not randomly. First ten, get some tickets. And I think the girls got to eat shows are already probably sold out. So you can't see them at that, but go see them at his show. Right. Because those girls got to eat sell out quick. Uh, so let's take a break. And when we we'll come take back, a break. We're going to dating profile. Dating profile. Okay, we got this dating profile. Yeah, so I'm excited. Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba. It took us forever to figure it out, but we got it. All right, so I'm going to read it. So if you join our Patreon Please. page and you, you give us, is it $10? I think it's well we were doing once we reached a certain goal we would start looking at people's patreons okay so that's oh god we're so horrible with this all right so today we have daniel okay hey mateo and emma love your podcast i discovered it back in september after watching mateo's netflix special and i just caught up on your most recent episode crazy story uh, crazy story a stranger had to give me the heimlich maneuver on a train in shanghai because i was laughing so hard at your story at the hertz rental car place that is a crazy story. That's a fucking crazy. What were you doing in Shanghai? That is crazy town. Usually when someone's like, I've got a crazy story. You're like, you, it's like I got to the airport and someone spilled coffee on me. And you're like, yeah. No, this guy's crazy. in Shanghai uh, getting the Heimlich maneuver because of Patty and you, the two munchkins running after the, the. We don't give a fuck. We were in line right here, right now. Let's go. Let's go. And Patty let's, was literally clapping uh, like, um, excuse me, sir. I travel all the yeah. time, sir. You are not going to that. Right. That's a no on you cutting us. No, no, no. And I'm like, yeah, it's a no. And Mateo was like, we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> Patty and I also don't drink because we're people that tend to have problems with substances sometimes also have problems with anger management and impulse control. So there you have it. So there you have it. it. It's like one of these things is not like the other one. That's you having healthy uh, life skills and me and Patty just at the drop of a hat being like, let's fucking go for so he said, minuscule of a reason. I just subscribed to your Patreon. And I would love your feedback on my Tinder page. Please find my pictures and bio attached. Also, you're in, oh, I don't know if we should say this. Okay. All right. Uh, he says the intern's intern cute. Intern is cute. Mateo's Instagram stories, yes, like he his is. anecdotes, not 24 hour Instagram stories, gave me the courage to slide into Tyler's DMs. And oh, hey, he replied. Appreciate yeah. YOLO mentality, which encourages listeners to go for it. Also, Emma, you're hotter than Thank Ellen. Thank you. Best. Um, to, be, to be fair to Ellen, I mean, I'm younger than Ellen. Ellen also has a trainer, but I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so let's start here. Ready? His Tinder page, the information. Daniel, 24. Job, music director at Sunrise. Uh, well, music director. Okay. Um, went to Kellogg School of Management. Okay. Two truths, one lie. Number one, Jerry Springer once called my phone. We talked for 20 minutes. Two, I used to work in HR for a porn website. Three, I'm a platinum star gay. Okay. What's that mean? Uh, Platinum Star Game means you've never had sex with a woman. So that's so funny because lesbians no, call it gold star. star. So a gold star 
is if you never had sex with a woman, platinum star means you had a, you were given birth by C-section, so you never even saw a vagina. Oh, and that's like a that's like a pro. Well, I guess he's just gay from the get-go. Interesting. Okay, so I actually really like this because I think on dating profiles it can get very like monotonous and you sort of read the same things over and over again. So this is a great way if someone looks at your pictures and they think you're attractive to engage in conversation with you. So they can say, you know, they're going to obviously pick the lie. So you could start out like me. I would think the lie is um, I used to work in HR for a porn site. That's the one you think is a lie? Actually, I think it's the Platinum Star Gay. But... You know, it doesn't matter. You would just pick one. Right. And then the conversation Wait, that's goes. that's so fun. Mm-hmm. We should play that at the end of every episode. Let's do one on each other. Two truths and a lie. I think that's really fun. I'd love to see how long we can get dedicated to that and, like, keep that going. I, I, that's, yeah, I also, I agree with Mateo. I think that's a fantastic way to start it. You're giving, and it's at the top of the profile is an interesting move, but it's like right away you're giving them something to go off of no matter what, and your job sounds fucking cool. Yeah, his job sounds great. 24, There's, 24 and you've got the word director in your title? Yeah, that's good. That means he can pay rent. Right. Kellogg School of Management, you're, I mean, first of all, Kellogg School of Management, um, you're smart, yeah. and then <laughs> music, you're creative. So you're winning, 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 winning. He also loves cereal. Okay, so um, there's two more parts to this. Okay. Oh, yeah. After living in Chicago for five years, which is where I'm from, so please come see me at the Lincoln Lodge, March 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now. They're on sale. I somehow found myself in Shanghai in the musical theater realm. I'll be here until May. Oh, so he's... If I read a little longer, he can't come see me in Chicago. I studied opera in undergrad. Me too! And I'm a former singer with the Chicago Symphony. Say hey, and I'd be happy to serenade you with a song. So, already I'm really down with this profile. I have a uh, uh, complaint. The, the serenation? No, this is my one... Not, wait, complaint's not the right word. I have a critique. Um, I think that it sound he sounds a little too nice, and it might pull people that are gonna like walk all over him a little bit. Because if you're saying say hi, and I'd be happy to serenade you with a song, my only thing would be like maybe maybe to just like up, amp it up so it sounds a little more exclusive. Like maybe like if we hit it off, I'd love to serenade you. Or, kind of like if we hit it off, not like blink at me and I'm. I'll sing for you. Or maybe, you know what, maybe just be more mysterious. So I actually think you can keep the first exactly. two parts, get rid of the last part with the singing and the opera. Allow yourself Wait. to be able to tell them something on the date. Wait, walk me through that. So you're saying, you say, keep, after living in Chicago for five years, I somehow, I somehow found myself in Shanghai. Right. That's a good topic, too. I somehow, well, yeah, okay. I somehow found myself in Shanghai in the musical theater. Uh, I'll be here until May. Right. Maybe I'd maybe even open with I'm in Shanghai until May. No, I, I like that because you're saying it, I, I, I like that. I like the two truths and a lie. I like this. Pa- two truths and lies. But I think we both Great. agree. Let's get rid of the opera part because you want some mystery to you. You know what I mean? And yeah, maybe don't come off so nice. I mean, you know. I like the I studied opera in undergrad. I think that's really interesting. Uh, or maybe yeah, but just bit say I studied. Okay, I studied opera in undergrad, and I'm. I'm studied opera in undergrad, and I'm a former singer from the Chicago Symphony. Could actually be right after, after. No, okay, I like that. The only part I don't, I'm not crazy about, is the say hey, and I'd be happy to serenade you. Yeah, I think I agree with that too. I think that's the part you got to get rid of. It's just a little too. You you don't sound. Um, you sound really sweet and nice. I totally get it. I've been like that too, and. People like a little bit more of a tough. Well, here, away. here's the thing: you have to have some kind of mystery to you when you're dating, because you you don't want to feel like here's all I am, and then they're like, well, then there's no point in me right. investing. You know what I mean? You want someone to want to keep going back for more. So mm-hmm. you know, I it, yeah. So that's my only thing about yeah. it. And if someone gets serenaded, you want that motherfucker to feel special. You don't want them to just be like, oh, you're out here serenading everybody. Right, yeah. <laughs> My Sherry Amar. I'll be right back. Right. Make- My Sherry right. Amar. <laughs> Hold on, I got to make a phone call. My Sherry Amar. Right. Yeah. Make this fucking guy serenade He's serenading every the waiter. He's serenading everyone. Right. And what would you yeah, guys so like for that- dinner? Well, I would love. 
of the chicken, but with no gravy. I'd be like, we see that would work for me. That would that that would get you wet. No, but well, no. But if it was you doing it, I think it was cool. Okay, let's not say things we can't take back, but, Emma. Let's, it's embarrassing if anyone did that in public. Okay, so <laughs> now we've got his pictures. First picture, no shirt on. Um, he, we're not going to show his picture, but I'm going to tell you guys: good body, um, looks older than 24, facial hair. Uh, so. He is standing with his shirt off around a bunch of people in jackets, which is interesting. It looks like it's not that warm He's out. standing in front of Roscoe's, uh, which is a, a, a bar in Chicago. I know exactly where he is. Holy shit. Uh, I think this is, a, this is a classic gay picture. You sure, you, is we it? We start with the body. Now, I'm not saying everyone has to do this, but th- I'm just saying this is a classic move by most gays. So if you want to separate <laughs> yourself from, you know, the sort of typical shirt, which obviously I don't do. I lead with shirtless. So I, me and Daniel are on the same page with this one. But you can, if you want to be like a little more subdued, you know, maybe and not show all the goods, start with a, a shirt picture first. But because I'm such a thought, I totally get this. I'm, I'm for the, this look. Now, he, one thing he did that's also a smart thing, I think, is he, I usually say have a picture of just yourself up top. He includes a friend, but he kind of cuts the friend out, right. which is really good. Not so much. He cuts him out enough that you're, it's clear who the profile is about. That's a pro. A lot of times people have a picture with them and a bunch of people, and it's like, guess what? I'm swiping at the speed of light here. I don't know who's who. Yeah, I think this is a good. I think this is a good picture. He works out. He's got a nice body. He's wearing a Santa's yeah. hat. So a Madonna in the kitchen, a whore in the bedroom. All right, second picture. <laughs> that's a phrase you ever heard that before? I've never heard it. No. Like the Madonna, la Madonna, like the like a Mary, a virgin in the kitchen, like um, oh, Mother Mary the in the kitchen, Madonna. and then like a whore in the got bedroom. Got it. All right. Now, this picture I love. The singing one, I love. One thing I also like is it doesn't look like he's trying hard to be a rapper or something. He's just such a little cutie. He, this picture is him in a um, recording booth, smiling, a super cute smile. The only thing is, this does not look like the same person. Yeah, they as do. The one they with look the, the exact same. Without the beard, he looks way Okay, well, younger. he doesn't have a beard, but that's okay. The same, same, I think. This is an attractive man. Yes. I hope he comes back from Shanghai and dates Tyler. So his next, first, let me just say this. You've got too many pictures. I'm scrolling down. We can't judge all oh my these God. pictures. It's too many. I love, and then the next one is him singing. So this is great. I love the one of you singing. That shows, the, the okay, Here's, with okay. the dog, I think that one can go. No, see, here we disagree. I think you should get rid of the one of him singing in the mall and keep the one of him singing in the studio. You don't want too many okay, singing. Okay, make your case. You made, you made your, Why is because that? Because you... I think the studio picture is cuter, and we already know you sing. Let's move on. Another facet of your life. We can't, you know. But we don't know that he does more singing in the studio, and he also sings. Actually, yeah, if you're going to cut one, it depends what you want to go for. The singing one where you're singing out in public probably shows that you're a performer and you're outgoing. Singing in the booth might connotate that you're a little more reserved, which depends which one you want to put out there. Both imply that you're making money. The rest of them, I'm going to quickly go through. There's one of him holding a dog, one of him with another friend, one of him in front of Northwestern Kellogg, and one of him in Italy. Get rid of all the rest of them and keep the Italy picture. Now, okay, I think the Kellogg School of Management one is cute, but actually, okay, so the one of him and a friend, I think the point of this one is he has a tank top on that says, Damn Daddy. I think that's extremely important and a great subtle way to, like, have some kind of sexual innuendo. When I'm going through profiles, I love a fucking sexual innuendo. But isn't the like shirtless in the one pro- already a sexual innuendo? It is, but when it says damn daddy, it's like, oh, you might be interested in being with someone that wants you to call them daddy. Then someone like a daddy type is going to know to be like, how's it going? Like if I'm if a girl says in her profile, like, I'd love you to take me out to dinner or something, anything that like shows some kind of like submissiveness or versatility sexually, then I'm like, what's up? Well, I, I, I guess like. I agree with that. I just think, honestly, when there's so many photos, I become suspicious. I say three to four photos. Right now we're at one, I two, agree with that. three, four, five, six, seven. Seven's Take out many. the school of management one. That's that's not needed. They already know you went to Kellogg. Mm-hmm. Mateo says keep the Italy one. I would argue to keep the damn daddy one. I think that damn daddy one is critical. I don't know if it's As critical. the last one. I like the Italy critical. one because he's traveling. He likes to travel. 
He likes going places, and he's in Italia. But if he wants a daddy, if he if he wants a daddy, then that's the one that a daddy's going to perk up at. Well, he's just saying, you know, who could be? Because there's there's another side to the window that's empty. Who's going to come travel to Europe with me next time? You're more romantic than I am. That was very romantic. So of you. if we keep a blend of horror and romance, I say we keep the first <laughs> one with the shirtless one. Keep the second one of you singing in the studio. X nay on singing in Shanghai Mall. X nay on the dog. And we're up for debate on the damn daddy. Get rid of the Kellogg management one and keep the Italy one. Damn, my thing with the damn daddy is that cannot be an opener. It's like you want to start damn da- unless you're unless it's just grinder. Like damn daddy as your last picture for the nice little surprise for the person that struck through. Because also you don't want another guy that wants to wear a t-shirt as damn daddy. You got to find a daddy. Okay, so I agree with that. I think we should open with the. Here's what I think we should do. End on damn dad, damn daddy. Open yeah. with the shirtless one. The second yes. one should be the recording studio. Then have you in Italy, then the damn daddy. So it's a nice blend of look at me, I work out, yes. but I'm smart, I travel, I'm a whore. And I love the two truths, one lie. I think that's great. T- let me ask you this, Matteo. Yes. Would you, do you, I think that the, the only thing is, and this isn't a bad thing, um, you know, people are going to be not intimidated, but you've definitely let people know you have your shit together. So if you're like looking for, other people with their shit together, they're going to be attracted to this. If you're just trying to fuck, then some people might be passing because they might be like, oh, he's, you know, intimidating. I don't think I'm, I, do, I don't think I come across as intimidating. I also don't think this I come him, across him. with my shit together. Oh, this guy. This guy, but yeah. It, but he, it looks like he's trying to date. It looks like he's trying to actually have he a boyfriend. He wants a relationship. Yeah, he wants a relationship. Yes. I mean, if you're looking for a hookup, you have, like, one word in your profile, two shirtless pictures, and you go. I mean, that's that's what you're doing. If you're just a whore and you're not a Madonna, that's what you do. Right. Yeah, so that maybe when you send in your dating profile, let us know if what you are looking for, ideally. I think this guy is fucking adorable. I have a question. Mm. Would it be weird of us to every now and then, like, feature people? Like, Instagram does this thing where they'll feature, like, it's some kind of like queer service where they like will feature a prof one profile and then like everyone sees it because we on our Patreon, how do they how do they do that? I don't know how they do it. My friend Eli was telling me about it. Like you have to submit and then it's like you know remember remember they used to have like dating ads in the back of magazines and you can't see a picture. It's someone explaining themselves and what they're up to and then if you respond to it then they can see the picture. Do you remember they used to have um, dating profiles in the back of the newspaper? I know the the uh, obituaries. Well, same, very similar very to the obituaries. They also had, they also had dating ads. Like you know, I'm a mailman in my 30s looking for love. Can you imagine getting halfway whatever. through the obituary and then you're like, oh, he died. Right. <laughs> this guy was perfect. Yeah, right. uh, bachelor, uh, rich, uh, had his own company. Da da da. Oh, this guy looks. Oh, died of a car crash. Dead. Yeah, you confuse the obituaries with the fucking dating profiles. Yeah. Um, yeah, that. But it's le- maybe we could do something where it's like we feature people on our Patreon. Who, because his love could be another closet here. Or if you pay, you know? if you, maybe we could do like a thing if you like pay a certain amount, we can feature your profile on our Instagram page. Oh, yeah, sure. We're very bad businessmen. Yeah. Do you know that my uncle well, Mike was like, I can't wait to start making t shirts with Emma? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Let me know when. He's serious. He's going to do oh, it. Oh, so, because. So uh, they're in Vegas, and I was going to try to actually get lunch with him and your aunt, but then I had to go to Inside the Closet on Friday, and now that I'm here this weekend, I have to get ready for taping Monday. Did they come see you perform? In Chicago, they did. Okay, okay. Yeah, my aunt said you sent me pictures. She was so excited. The Chicago one was great. Vegas, but I would love to make t-shirts with him. We got to, yeah, I want to, I'm trying to get it so we get some Inside the Closet merch for Pride. Mm-hmm. Well, we have drawings you know made I mean? that we haven't we haven't debuted yet. Um, yep, drawings. I would love to make some little fanny packs. Do you think we could have like a thong for gay men? Well, for Patty, would would <laughs> we just wasn't Patty on TV the other yeah, night? Patty was on RuPaul's Drag Race with what Monet. What was he doing? What was he doing? They did an episode where the contestants' best friends came in, and Patty was a surprise. That's fucking incredible. I know. I talk about it on the Patreon page. That was my Patreon today where I talk about not knowing and et cetera, et cetera. That's so fun. I know. That's so fun. Um, well, that 
is our yeah that's our dating profile please send them in these are so fun to do i like love doing it i think that this guy should date our intern though so uh, he can delete his dating profile right L is for now the is tyler a daddy at me oh is for the only one i see v is very very extraordinary e is even more than anyone that you adore and love was made for me and you. I just serenaded you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like the, it was the song, well, it was a Nat Kate Cole song, but I learned it from Lindsay Lohan's The Parent Trap. Oh my God, someone pointed out we haven't, have you watched Lindsay Lohan's show? No. I mean, has anybody? I I haven't pointed anything out about it. I'll tell you why I watch it because she's not in Let's it. Let's hear it. She's not in the show. What? She just sort of pops up. What? It's they're trying to make it like a real world cast, and she hires the best of the best, and then the story is about those people's drama, and then Lindsay just shows up every five minutes, and she's like, or like every hour, and she'll for five minutes just be like, <sighs> and then she goes away again. Wait, she's not in the show. She's in it, but not really. She's like a featured player. So you watched it. You watched it to see that. No, I didn't watch any of it. You just heard? I talked to one of the people on the show. They told me. Oh. Mm-hmm. So what the hell? So Lindsay's not in it? That's what I. That's what you'd want to see. No, she's in it, but you would think it would be like Lindsay walking around be like, more forks over there. <laughs> right. You know, but she's right. not. She just kind of like shows up. She's like, oh, wow, this is tough. She is fucked up out of her mind. That's what I think. Um, like, I plead the fifth. You gotta, you know, at a certain point, you know, it's not easy. Like, I've definitely been on that precipice where I'm like, yeah, I'd just rather be fucked up all the time, but... I don't know if she's fucked up all the time. I think she's just... She's out of her mind. turn. Because she didn't used to be that way at some point. I mean, or maybe she's got, like, wet brain or something. What the hell's wet brain? Or maybe I'm... It's like when you've, like, fucked your brain up and now you're just, like, like you did too much acid back in the day. So now you, like, make, like, necklaces out of cornflakes and try to sell them at street fairs and Is stuff. Is it, like, football players you can, like, hit too many times and then you just, like, can't, Exactly. Like, mm. Exactly. Oh, also, the the Super Bowl is on this weekend, right? Yeah, Sal Volcano just asked me if I wanted to go to his house. And I was like, oh, maybe. And then he was like, it's in Staten yes. Island. I was like, I can't go. Oh, no. He is the guy who does Impractical Jokers. Is su- I don't watch the show, but I saw a clip of it at the like maybe like a month ago. And Sal's such a nice fucking guy that when I saw the clip and the show was so funny, I was like, oh, great. Because there's nothing worse when you really like someone and you see them on TV or their comedy and then they're and they fucking suck. I'm gonna be on the Impractical Jokers cruise this week. So that's so fun. Where where do you guys cruise to? The Bahamas. So I hope. Every- <gasps> Are you kidding so me? I hope everybody's ready for my speedo. Wait, you're gonna be on a cruise ship to the Bahamas, mm-hmm. and it's not a gay cruise. You're gonna be in a boat with a bunch of straight people. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be okay? Yeah, Bobby Kelly will be there. I'll be fine. Um, oh my God, he's gonna, he's gonna, <laughs> you're gonna be his woman on the I boat. I will. Like if you were in jail, that would be the one that would be like, he's mine to you. Um, before we go, can I just promote some places that I'm gonna be? So if people, can yes, please, come, please try. If you know anybody, tell them to go. Please come to my Vancouver shows on the 14th and 15th of. February, I'm at um, the JFL, sh- you know, shows. I'm doing my Streisand of the Bonsoir. Um, also, I am coming to um, Roar at MGM Springfield in Springfield, Massachusetts. I'm going to be there. Let me know how that is. Yeah, I'll be there the 21st, the 23rd. And then from the 28th to March 1st, I'll be at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Now, I've done the Carlson before, and I loved fucking Rochester. Here's the thing with Rochester, too. So... Okay, I'm trying to say it the right way. Rochester is cold. Mm -hmm. You're doing it when I did it last year. It's it's like cold there. Uh, There's like, I don't know if it was just the the show that I had. There's like a lot of lesbians. We had we have a title of a show called The Lesbians of Rochester. Really? Yes, we that one of our episodes. I don't. That's when I was like, okay, I like lesbians because there are so many lesbians at Rochester that I met at my show that I was like. Because I was scared. The first night, it was all these lesbians, so I hid in the green room. And then the next night, someone sent me a message and was like, Emma, we're lesbians here again. Like, come out and say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, the lesbians. <laughs> uh, uh, Emma. 
And they were super cool. They were like, yeah, we're just like, we're just wanted to say hi. And I was like, oh, hello, lesbians. Um, Emma, and, oh, the know. lesbians have all discussed and um, we'd like you to come outside, we're gonna, please. We're friendly. So the, where, are your, where are your tour dates? On all my website? tour dates are on my website, MateoLinkComedy.com. I've also posted them on my Instagram and I've tweeted them. But please come Perfect. to Vancouver. This is, I'm going to be at the City Stream, City Stream Brewery in Hartford, Connecticut, Faggot. March 29th through the 30th. And then I don't have all my, and then I've got um, Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. I'm headlining there that weekend Work. of April 5th and 6th. I'm doing the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas, April 25th through 27th. And then I'm at the Comedy Club of Kansas June 6th, which is actually imp- the improv, but it's in Kansas City. I love Kansas City. June 7th through 8th. And then I'm at the Woo-Ha-Ha. Watch your in Wus- mouth. Yeah, it's funny. It's actually it's actually run by the same guy who does the MGM show you're doing. Hmm. Uh, it's in Worcester, Massachusetts, June 13th through the 15th. And then Zany's Rosemont in July 12th. Which my whole family will come to. Um, I Is Rosemont near Chicago? Yeah, it's in Chicago. Oh, it is? It's oh, next that's to the funny. airport, so it's a little farther out. It's like a 30-minute oh. drive from Rosemont to the Zanies one. Oh, um, that's nothing. In Chicago, I'll be at the Lincoln Lodge March 22nd to the 23rd, where you can get your tickets now. I'm headlining Chicago. Chicago's awesome. I would love, love, love to do a live, podcast. live show in we, Chicago. We could totally do it. Where's a venue? Do you know any venues in yes, Chicago well, that would be a good fit? We could totally figure it out. I think, um, yeah, I think we should try to, if you guys want to send in an email, send us an email with the title of what city you're in to in, the Inside the Closet podcast at gmail.com. Then that way we can start getting, seeing what cities would be the best place to do live shows. And one thing that's fun about live shows is we can say things there that we wouldn't even say in the podcast and we can, you know, get really to know you guys more. Really dish the dirt. In, um, all right, There's well, this has been a lot of fun. I got to go do my shows yes, at the cellar. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. And you do I'm too. You have to do your audition. shows at the cellar in Vegas. Oh, yeah, at the cellar in Vegas and drink my bone broth and do my acting audition. Bone broth. All right, well, yeah. Emma, love you okay. very much. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Please rate and subscribe, guys. Thank you.